Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners, recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Here's Rapid on Racing. Good evening and welcome once again to Rapid on Racing. I hope all of our listeners had a nice Easter. Unfortunately, a little bit of bad news. Uh, Bob Bent Sr. passed away on April 1st. An amazing fellow. His contributions to racing were just outstanding. He's been the car owner of the number 60 late model, going all the way back to the days at Heidelberg. And he's had so many successful drivers in his cars. So many of Joe Mihalik's victories came in the Bob Bentz number 60. He will be greatly missed by the members of the racing community. Bob, may you rest in peace. All right, fans, joining me now is co-host Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. We're first week in April. Racing season's starting in western Pennsylvania. Warm weather happening. The trees are starting to bloom. Life's good in the Pittsburgh area in western Pennsylvania. Pretty nice down in the Carolinas, too. You know, Jennerstown Speedway is going to have practice in a couple of weeks. And they recently announced that the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour is scheduled for Saturday, May 29. This is a big deal. Uh, Just one of many special shows they're going to have there. And when I talk to Billy Rebar, he's got a lot of exciting news about Jennerstown. But we'll just tease you with that. And they have an action-packed schedule at at, at Jennerstown Speedway in 2021. According to uh, General Manager Bill Rebar, he said, if not equally, he's more excited this year for 21 than he was for all of last year. Plus, that he's going to have the new pro stock division is generating a ton of interest up on the mountain, Don. Some of your thoughts on Lernerville Speedway's virtual banquet. Well, in past shows, we did, Mike Vizakowski was on in. With COVID, 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 listen to me, I'm thinking like 2020 here. <laughs> but with COVID still out there, Don, you have to err on the side of caution. And I think Lernerville did the right thing. They did the virtual banquet. They had the champions there kind of spaced out. And it wasn't the normal banquet, but it was still something to, you know, to honor their, their accomplishments for last year. And I think our listeners, if they want to go to, I think it's on Lernerville's Facebook page, they can see uh, the whole entire banquet there. So so good decision by the Thompson family, Mike and Gary Heeman and Big E for their efforts for at least having some type of banquet for the drivers. Longtime Lernerville Speedway partner Terry Bowser excavating delivered 500 tons of new clay in preparation for the test and tune practice session. So that's going to be pretty nice. And then we also want to mention uh, Sprint Speed Week is returning this summer. Following a 20-year hiatus, Western Pennsylvania's 410 Sprint Cars will compete for five straight nights around the Western PA circuit. Drivers will battle it out each evening for a robust feature purse bookend by 3000 to win and 250 to start. Don, this series is going to start at Michael's Mercer Raceway, then move over to the Thunder Mountain Speedway, 
Motorville Speedway, Sharon Speedway, and over up and wrapping up at Tri City. You actually had a chance to go to Mercer for their opener. Some of your thoughts on that? Uh, just first race of the year for myself. I think it was the first race for most everybody in Western Pennsylvania. Great crowd, uh, some great BRP action, which we're going to have some. Uh, interviews with in, in upcoming weeks, and they had the 305 sprints there, so I had a chance briefly to talk to Ed Michael about last year, and so many of the tracks either didn't open up or got opened up late, and it was great to see, I mean, the, one of the best crowds that I've seen in a long time, for the, for the listeners that have been to the Mercer Raceway or Michael's Mercer Raceway, the traffic was parked down at the car wash, and that's a pretty good-sized crowd, Don. That's very good. Getting back to the Sprint Speed Week, uh, their website is uh, www.westernpaspeedweek.com. You can also check, out, check them out on Facebook at Western PA Sprint Speed Week and follow them on Twitter came up with a really good idea uh i guess in your basement you got about a hundred lynn geisler trophies uh what was your plan to what are you, what are you going to do with those well we'll have to tease the the listeners it all started last year with lynn downsizing and moving between much like you from you know pittsburgh to north carolina and a lot of history with lynn geisler trophies so you and a lot, a lot of people helped move them to, into my house where I had them for storage, and they're still in storage. And we had some thoughts what we wanted to do, uh, myself, you, Bob Miller, uh, all kind of categorized them and spent countless hours on it. And it just last year was just one of those years it was just there's, you really can't describe. So the trophies are still sitting in, in, in the basement of my townhouse and you and I, you know, we talk pretty much daily and I wanted to do something where it would benefit the history of Lynn, something for Lynn, maybe myself and you and an organization. So we came up with the idea, you and myself, where we're going to have the trophies for sale at Lernerville Speedway and we've talked to Michael Isaacowski about this, and the best part of it is all the proceeds from the sale of the trophies are going to go to the Lernerville's Kid Club. That is a wonderful idea, and the prices will be pretty reasonable depending on the size, 10 20 or $30. And I think we can convince Lynn if he's available there. Kid gets a trophy, come up, have his picture taken with Lynn. Everybody wins. It's a win-win for everybody, and the kids' club will have a little extra revenue to buy their supplies, whatever uh, Jennifer needs for the kids. There'll be uh, cash flow coming in. And again, it's just I think we have a lot of historians still out there in western Pennsylvania and eastern Ohio and western Ohio, and it's just going to be good because, you know, Lynn has been a part of racing for so many years. We're not sure how many more years Lynn has left, but... When you think of the number one Cochrane and number one Cochrane car, Lynn Geisler, you think of Lernerville Speed. So it's like you said, Don, it's a win-win situation. Well, speaking of sprint cars, the plan was to reveal the 2021 Sodom 50th anniversary car at Tri-City Raceway Park uh, for the end-of-the-year banquet. And unfortunately, they had some 
there was theirs was going to be an outdoor banquet, and they ran into some problems uh, with the weather playing havoc uh, a couple Sundays ago. So basically, uh, you can go to their website, and you'll see the, the pictures of the vehicle and the newly designed T-shirts. Okay. Uh, I, I spoke to Bob Bentz recently, and he has a new race car, a new truck, and a new trailer for 2021. Kyle Lucon will be his driver, but they're, gonna, they're only going to run uh, the big shows at Pittsburgh, Larnerville, and Dog Hall and do some traveling around. Boy, we have a nice show planned for tonight. Uh, Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar, Pro Stock Driver Jeff Giles, and Rush Late Model Driver Dan Lepro. Drag race reporter Tom Lang, late model driver Logan Zarin will be on the road. Chelsea Kriegage, Jeremy Zufall, rush star car driver, and go-kart racer Zach Koffler. We want to welcome three new marketing partners, Environmental Air Corporation, uh, the Neal family longtime sponsors of six-time NHRA divisional champion Mike Koski. Also joining us this year is Night and Day Seal Coating with a good friend of mine, Tawan Baker. Tawan's been a big part of the Lauren Butler team and is also a co-owner of the Super Cup Series. Zarin Truck and Automotive is a new sponsor, and their super late model driver, Logan Zarin, is going to have reports when he's on the road. Dave, we always talk about, you had a good idea, we always mention our tech people at the end, but... Don't talk a lot about them. So we're going to take some time to uh, shine some light on them. Uh, Bill Korch, a late model reporter for special events. He's been the voice of commercials for years. Bill's been with me for over 40 years. Next up, Ted Lusick, computer genius, keeps all the internet Internet issues under control, and it always seems we seem to have one, Don. Now that I think about it, Ted's also been involved with me one way or another for 40 years. Not just at Rapping on Racing, but he was the uh, the program director at several of the radio stations where I worked. And Gary Scott is the sound system expert, and he always helps resolve sound issues. And the one and only Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. When we need someone to get into the nuts and bolts and the nitty-gritty, Bob's always there for us, Don. Speaking of that, we'd also like to like welcome Brian Colbert from Butler to the Rapping on Racing family. This is the Banker Bob Thought for April 5th. It is good advice to always follow your heart, but remember to take your brains with you. We're at Michael's Motorsport Raceway for the Chiller Thriller, and joining us in Victory Lane is uh, Cooter King. Cooter, congratulations. I think your first time out this year. Big changes from the heat race to the feature. Obviously, the heat races were run full sun. Uh, not a whole lot of bite in the track. New surface. Whatever Russell did or to make the change, it is a big difference. Plus, you started on the pole, so that was a big help. Yeah, I mean, starting on the outside front row definitely helped. In the heat race, we were a touch rusty, and it, it showed. Uh, about with three to go, I finally realized what I needed to do. Luckily, we had a caution in the heat race that helped us get in the transfer spot to be able to start on the outside front row. Um, no, the car was really good. Uh, you know, it was a one-lane track in the bottom, so we just I knew if I got down there, I just had to hold it and keep my speed up. Nobody really beat me in the ass too much, so I kind of knew I was probably setting a pace for the field. I knew better than to try to venture out when we were coming up to the lap cars, and we had a caution save us uh, once or twice. It was actually really helpful, so we didn't have to really worry about too many lap cars. You mentioned early in that heat race that you got up into that third position. You know, Garrett was there, but 
there was no ebb and flow tonight. You had caution after caution. You guys, I don't think, had any laps in, and you went to single-file restart. And from a driver's standpoint, where you only have the one groove on the bottom, I know you didn't get off the bottom. Garrett tried a couple times, you know, tap you in the back, but uh, trying to go outside, there was nothing there. No, yeah, you can enter here on the you know middle of the top, but once you get through the center, coming off the corner, it just eats, and the car just stalls out. Uh, yeah, the single file restarts. I see why they do them. Um, you know, if I was in second or third tonight, and we went single file, I'd be pissed. But I was on the, I was in the lead whenever it happened, so I was okay with it. But yeah, I mean, it makes it hard to pass for sure. It seemed like the car launching off between one and two was really the sweet spot tonight. That seemed to be where you had good drive off. Three and four, you had to go in there and kind of roll into the corner. And I think, you know, both you and, you know, Garrett following you, it's a, you know, your advantage having the leader, but his disadvantage running second. Yeah, definitely. And especially it was a little rough and choppy yet, too. So I know Garrett, he's a very respectful racer. So it's one of them deals where you don't want to push the envelope in in the corner because anything can happen when you hit them ruts. And before you know it, you're both crashed. And he's... He's a good racer. He's very smart. He knows he's not going to push the issue unless he can get around me, and I'm the same with him. So, I mean, coming off of two there, it was a little rough, but I, that's where the bite was, so we had to run through it, and we would launch good down here in three and four. It was hard for me to get slowed down. I was a little tight yet, so I couldn't rotate through the center good and come off straight where I wanted every time. Uh, but, no, definitely turn two is where we made our time up. Yeah, plus, lap traffic was just a real bugaboo tonight. Well, first one of the season. It's nice to get that monkey off the back early. $2,000 richer. Congratulations on the win tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing 
and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Rebar. Fans, up next is Billy Rebar, the magician at 
the mountain and some of the things that you have accomplished is just incredible. Bill, how are you this evening? Doing well, Don. Thanks for having me on the show. I understand that uh, you, you got a pretty good deal coming with American Racer. Let's kick off with that. Yeah, we're excited to announce that uh, we signed a multi-year, and when I say multi, I won't give you the exact number, but it's for the foreseeable future. We're going to be partnered up with uh, Specialty Tire of America with American Racing and the Mercury Brands. Uh, Live Tire out of Indiana, Pennsylvania will continue to be our distributor for years to come. I uh, cannot be happier with the partnership that we've established with that group of folks, and our contract was ready to expire at the end of this year. And I basically talked to the owners, and we said, why wait? Let's let's just get it out of the way now and extend that into the future. And it's, it's been a great thing so far. Uh, they provided us with an excellent product, excellent service, and here we are. We're able to come off the 2021 or kick off the 2021 season with no price increases across the board, which is fantastic with everything going on. And we just came off a tire sale, and it was a personal best for the Speedway, Don. Get this number. 283 tires were sold on our first tire day. So all these times on the Rapid On Racing over the winter, you hear me say about car count, car count, car count. 283 tires, Don. Uh, and we expect to keep that going here as many drivers weren't able to make the first one. So it's it's a great partnership. We can't wait to keep it going. And, you know, a lot of the fans don't realize American Racer and the McCreary Tires are made right up the road in Indiana, Pennsylvania. So it's that whole, you know, buy local. We are buying local even on our race tires. I've been to their plant in years gone by, uh, and th- their work, their quality of their work is outstanding. And like you said, it's right close by. And Scott Juno seems like a really good guy to deal with. I have a question now. You're getting more and more late models. And with the bigger fields, does that mean the guys are going to need more laps to be able to fare in the back, get to the front? Well, Don, uh, breaking news here on Rapid On Racing, like we try to do with everything. Uh, the owners discussed it. You know, years ago, they used to run 50 lap races on Saturday nights, and then they cut it down to 40. And then ultimately, we've been 30 for the last several years. And when you only have eight or 10 or 11 cars, believe me, 30 laps was enough. Well, Last season, as you saw, I think uh, Albert Francis on several occasions wishes we had 40 laps. And I think other occasions, Teddy Gabala thought we wish we had 40 laps. And I know Barry Audi wished we had 40 laps because uh, he always had a bad luck of the pill draw. Well, I'm pleased to announce here on Rapping on Racing, once again, uh, the owners decided that they wanted to extend, give the fans and their drivers their money's worth as we will be running 40-lap feature events in the 2021 season for the Martellus Pharmacy Late Model Division. Little Bird told me one of my favorite things is going to be available in a concession stand, and that's soft-serve ice cream. What's the story there? <laughs> well, you know, the owners never cease to amaze me. They, uh, they're very hands-on, and they always want to improve not only just the racing side by extending the laps and the lay models, but we're always constantly trying to uh, improve, involve, or whatever you want to call it in the concession area to, you know, meet people's appetites. And uh, we've we've sold some name brand ice cream before, and then we've tried some novelty stuff, but we decided to swing for the fences, and the owners went out and purchased a brand-new soft-serve ice cream machine uh, that we will be selling soft-serve ice cream every Saturday night at the races. So it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, We just recently completed the LED light project on the front stretch. We haven't had the official light-up night yet, waiting for the electricians to wire them up, but 
they are erected. So if anybody's driving by the speedway, you're going to see these brand new lights behind the main grandstands. And right below it here in the real near future is going to be a brand new ice cream trailer. So it's uh, expanding and evolving in every direction at the speedway. You know, with uh, your two scheduled, I guess there's two scheduled practice days, uh, you're probably going to sell a lot more tires. Yeah, actually, we have a second tire sale coming up here, and then uh, we have the 17th and the 24th, both practice days. You know, during tire sales, that's pretty much a opportunity for the drivers to come pick them up. We don't mount them. We don't do any services like that. It's just to kind of give everybody their initial set. And then on the practice days, uh, we will actually provide the mounting surface and things like that. But, I mean, as of right now, only nine of the late model teams have purchased tires. Uh, all the pro stock teams that are within the near vicinity purchased tires. Many of the street stocks, modified teams, uh, it, it's just insane the amount of people that showed up. It was just like Christmas Day for the tire sales. So that's really encouraging. Uh, you know, everyone can register a number. Anyone's going to say they're come racing. And, and one thing that we've learned at the Jennerstown Speedway, myself and Mike Blardy, we will not present a driver to the public as a registered driver unless they have a car, unless they have a motor, unless they have arrangements that we are confident that we will see them on the racetrack at some point in time during the season. Because in the past, we've run into that where, hey, you said so-and-so's racing, and you know, some things are out of your control and so on. But we've tried to be pretty consistent in making sure that these folks are planning on 10. So when I tell you there are 29 Martellus Pharmacy late models registered, that is take that to the bank at some point this year you're going to see 29 late models appear at some point or another so really exciting information um couple names from the past i i don't know if i can say who the driver is going to be yet but i had it confirmed by adam Castelling himself the most one of the most winningest drivers not the winningest driver in the street stock division at jennerstown speedway the famous 05 car will be returning to competition full-time in the 2021 season. Uh, Adam will not be piloting that. Uh, A.J. Poljack will not be piloting that. So I, maybe next time we can release that driver's name on, uh, on Rapid on Racing. But excited to see uh, the AK chassis back on the track again and just keeps providing to the thrilling competition of new drivers, old drivers, and a whole combination in between. Well, you took the two top names out of the, off the list, so that's really going to be challenging figuring it out. You talk about old drivers coming back, and in the next segment, we're going to have Jeff uh, Giles. Some of your thoughts on him. Well, you know, I grew up watching Jeff race at Motordrome, and we're pretty close in the same age bracket, but you know, him and his brother both raced, uh, I think, four cylinders, and Jeff ran chargers, and he uh, had some success, won some races, and you know, he he actually will tell you, he said he thinks it's because of COVID last year. It wasn't much to do on Saturday nights. He was at Jennerstown almost every week. And he was just looking for that right opportunity to get back into a driver's seat. And when we announced that we were coming out with the 602 Pro Stock Division sponsored by One Stop Auto Sales, uh, that was his opportunity. And he purchased the former Gary Wiltrout machine uh, that was Gary's backup car and had to make some modifications to meet the rules, but he's got a beautiful car. You can look him up on Facebook, and he's raring to go. So, um, And helping him is Dan Campbell, who used to work, run Jennerstown years ago, I think in semi-lates as well as uh, some street stock action. So I got to see Dan on Saturday at the tire sale as well. So it's not just the drivers coming back. It's crew members coming back and former drivers. And it's in your blood, Don. Once you've been a part of it, it's kind of like being snake bitten. You're always going to be a part of it. And uh, I think we've created an opportunity for 
a lot of guys to get back involved. So we're excited. You can't get it out of your blood. It's there. Any closing thoughts? Anything else you'd like to touch on before we wrap up? Nope. It just can tell you that, uh, as you said there, things are amping up. We're just continuing to work forward, and we're in a whole lot better position than we were last year with a lot less unknowns and things getting uh, people getting vaccinated, like myself. And, and we're just, everything's trending in the right direction. You know, I went ahead and told you last year that 2020 was going to be the year to really, really break Jennerstown out of the mold. And unfortunately, there were things out of our control, obviously the pandemic. Well, I'm going to make that statement again that 2021 is going to be the year for Jennerstown Speedway. We're talking to Billy Rebar, the magician on the mountain. I like the sound of that because some of the things you've done were real magic. And I thank you for being with us tonight. Well, Don, I would be uh, facetious in saying it's just myself, but it's, it's a great team of owners and staff that make everything happen. So it's a... It's a magical place to be. We'll play with that word, but it takes every one of us to make it happen. All right. We'll just say magic on the mountain. How's that? That'll work, sir. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. You have a nice evening. You do the same, Don. Can't wait till next time. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 352 2020. That's 724 352 2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team 
and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans, joining us now is Jeff Giles, driver of car number 50, comes to us from out of Acme, PA. Jeff, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well yourself. Good, good. You know, I'm, re- I'm thinking way back at uh, Motordrome, I remember you driving there, but that was about 13 years ago. Uh, first of all, uh, why did you uh, step away and... What made you come back? Well, I my last year racing a motorhome, I was driving modifieds, and we did that for a season or two. And it was really just the price. I had moved out on my own from, you know, I graduated college and was out and about, and I just couldn't really afford to do it anymore. So I took a break from racing, and now life kind of settled down and, you know, got married and a little more stability and, Due to the COVID-19, we were at the track just too many times last season, and I couldn't be away from it. So I told my wife I had to get a car, and she was on board, and here we are. Well, now, you you mentioned your wife, Missy, uh, and you say things are settled down, but you also tell me that there's a baby boy coming in about five weeks. If you think it's settled down, boy, are you on the wrong page? (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Settled down is maybe the understatement of the day. Um, I don't know really what to expect. I don't have a lot of experience with kids, but she's an expert, so I'm kind of, you know, leaning on her for that part of life, I guess. You will be very pleased, and a boy, boy or girl, doesn't matter, as long as they're healthy, you, you know, you just want to have some wonderful memories uh, with your children, and this would be a good start. I understand you have a bachelor's in computer science. Is that the type of work you're in right now? Yeah, I have a computer science degree, and I'm actually an engineer for Verizon Wireless, and I do configurations at cell phone towers and, you know, writing software and that kind of stuff for them. Pretty cool. Now, prior to uh, taking this time off, you raced for, what, about five years? Yeah, I raced. I started in 03, and 08 was my last year, and I did Charger till 2005, and I won the Charger Championship, and went up to Modified, and the Modified just constantly gave me fits. We had engine trouble and just nonstop chasing issues on the car and never really was able to compete in it too often. Yeah, you mentioned here one of the, the nicest things about racing is the people you meet and the new friends. I put a thing up on Facebook. It's checkered flags, and it basically says that, uh, the friends you meet in, in racing. And I had 6,500 people respond to it. It's, it's like a family. You could be out on a track rubbing fenders with a guy and then uh, come back in after that and sit down on the tailgate of the truck or the trailer and maybe have a beer with them. There's just so, much, so many great people in racing. Yeah, that's for sure. I, 
in fact, one of my friends I raced this before uh, was Jimmy Stokes at Race Charger on Motodrome, and uh, we don't see each other very often, but we still keep in touch here and there, and it, you know, it's a friendship that'll probably last most of our lives. One of the things I ask you is, if you couldn't go racing, what would you do? Play golf? That makes sense. Or pickleball? I have no idea what pickleball is. Can you explain it? Sure. So, pickleball is... It's sort of like a mix between tennis and ping pong. So it's played with a wiffle ball and like a big ping pong paddle. Yeah. Is the best way to explain it. But it's played on a miniature tennis court. And it's actually, they say it's the number one growing sport in the country. Um, and I'm actually a 5 rated pickleball player. And I travel all around the East Coast and do tournaments. And I'm sponsored by a company, uh, Selkirk Sport, that's very big in pickleball. Wow. So I learned something new today. Hey, let's talk about uh, a memory f for most drivers is when they win the first race. Let's talk about when you won your first race. Oh, that's something I'll never forget. So I started on the pole, and I've started on the pole many times and never won. You know, it's been three years now. Um, I never won my first race till 2005 on the second night of the season. So I start on the pole. And it was just a caution-free race, and I'm driving the car as hard as it'll possibly go. <laughs> the the flagger told me that he counted me where my back bumper nipped the wall a couple times during the race. <laughs> and I had never known that the flagger will spread his arms to tell you you have a big lead when you're out in front. Yeah. And after the race, he told me I won by about 20 seconds yeah. over second place and that I need to pay attention to him next time. But I had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> That's good. Pay attention. Hey, if you're just joining yeah. us, we're talking to Jeff Giles, the driver of car number 50. He's going to be in the new division at uh, Jennerstown Speedway. Uh, let's talk about the car. What kind of a car and uh, color, and what's the plan? Well, I picked up a Port uh, City chassis off of Gary Wiltrout. It was his backup car from last season and got a, an engine off of Mike Ingram, and I got it all painted up. It's black with red letters on it, um, and it's almost ready to go. I was supposed to put my engine in this week, but you know, had some delays again there. Sounds like a good plan. Good engine, good car. Uh, I guess the adjustment after being out of it for 13 years might take a couple uh couple nights but they have these uh, practice sessions and you get a little bit of seat time in that you're going to have a good combination i hope so um as long as the baby comes soon enough that i'm able to go to the practice sessions i hope to be in good shape and if not i hopefully will be able to rent the track for a couple hours and just be able to make some laps and get a feel for it again well, that sounds like a good plan. Everybody in racing from time to time has an embarrassing moment. Uh, have you ever had one? Uh, I've had a few embarrassing moments. I The most embarrassing is I forgot to put my hood pins in one night. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but I about the first lap I figured out where my mistake was. I had to come in and have my pit crew make a little adjustment for me and get me back out there quick. Um, but I forgot that. I forgot to put the fuel cap back on the car and got black flagged for spilling fuel. And, <laughs> you know, covered all the dumb mistakes you could ever make. Hopefully you got that all out of your system. Uh, what made you decide to get involved in racing? So when I was a senior in high school, my dad, who worked not for but with 
uh, Bob Cossel, actually, Sprout that he used to race down there. Yeah. He bought a car that was run by Bob's son, Chris Cossel, in Charger, and he just came home one day and told me that he bought a race car, and he thinks I would enjoy driving it. So I didn't know anything about racing. I never watched it on TV or anything, but we did it that season. Um, it originally started that we were going to split the seat, but I raced the first night, and I did terrible. But my dad raced the second night and did even worse, and he <laughs> couldn't really handle the, like, he was claustrophobic a little bit. So having the helmet on and being in the car tied down, he just didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah, So it? I became the driver, and it's something that we both enjoyed doing. Speaking of drivers, do you have a favorite driver? Um, I was never really into watching racing as far as NASCAR or anything goes. Uh, as far as at the track when I raced on a motodrome, I always liked watching Adam Kostelnik in the Modified because it was just action nonstop. You know, he would come from anywhere in the field, and whether he won the race or not, you know that he was going to be into something, and it was just entertaining as could be. So he, I would say he was probably my favorite. In addition to his excellent driving, he builds cars. He sets them up. He's a, a pretty well-rounded uh, short track racer and does a great job no matter what he's in. Uh, you have number 50. Uh, how did you pick that? Well, 50 was the number that was already on the car when my dad bought it. So I, before that, I had played hockey, and I was always number 38, so I thought about switching it, but it, it we didn't know if we were going to do it long-term or not, so we just kept number 50 on the car, and from that point on, it just stayed 50. So now I'm getting back in again after you know all the years I was off and just, Cap number 50. Let's look ahead, uh, the goals for the season. What would you consider a good season? You're coming back, a different uh, situation, different car, 13-year uh, layover. Uh, what would be a good year for you? Well, if I can get a setup on the car half decent to start the season out, I would like to win three races this season. I don't know if that's overreaching or, or not, but if I could do that or finish the top three in points, that would probably be my goal for the first year. That's not a bad idea. We're talking to Jeff Giles, a driver of car number 50. Uh, it t this takes a little bit of money to do this. How about if you mention your sponsors? Okay. Uh, my main sponsor on the car this year is Ford Business Machines out of Connellsville. Um, then I have Kevin Metzger Dental Studio out of Greensburg, Expert Paving Company in Donegal, and the Painter's Choice Auto Body Supply in Dunbar. Sounds like a good group. How about your pit crew? Uh, I'm hoping that my dad and my brother help me this season. They're both also pretty busy in life. Um, so my dad and my brother, Andy, who used to race four cylinders down Motordrome. Um, aside from that, week to week, it's going to be whoever I can talk into coming and helping me, you know, either for dinner or a couple beers after the race or something. Whatever it takes to get them there is what I'm planning on doing. Well, I have a suggestion because racers are pretty pretty good. If you find somebody that you can park next to uh, and you get jammed up, I've seen it so many times where they'll give you a hand. And uh, I, the first time I ever went to Jennerstown, I parked beside Bill Audie. Uh, we were friends until he passed away. He helped me so many different times. And like we said earlier in the interview, uh, the people are great. So, you know, you might want to give that some thought, uh, maybe strike up a conversation with one of these guys and say, hey, uh, I'm, 
I'm learning. Can I park next to you? And do you have any advice? And uh, I think that would be a good way to look at it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to get some help up there. And, you know, after, especially after a week or two, and get to know the guys that I'm parked around. Um, Gary, who I bought the car from, already offered that if I can end up sitting near him, that him and his crew will give me a hand with things as I need it. And I'm sure advice, too. That's a good crew and good team and good driver. You know, speaking of a good driver, when you were uh, doing a deal down at Motordrome, uh, I understand one year you won 13, well, maybe not all in one year, you had 13 feature wins in the Charger Championship in 05. A uh, little bit about that. Winning that championship had to be a pretty special night. Yeah, it was kind of unexpected. We did some 03 and 04. I didn't do too well. Finished in the top five several times in 04 we did some work on the car over the winter to 05 and we were pretty surprised that it ran really well and just i was hooked up in this uh second groove on the track and i was just getting speed out of it so i won all my races in one year after never winning any the previous years um so ended up winning the championship and that was by far the best year I ever had racing, but it was a lot of fun. All 13 features in one year. I bet the other people weren't too thrilled with your, your team. Uh, we're, we're yeah, they. I don't know if they were upset or not, but uh, my, my friend uh, Jim, who I mentioned earlier that I became friends with, he ended up winning pretty much every other race that I didn't win that season. So between the two of us, we cleaned up pretty well. <laughs> Hey, we're coming up on a commercial break. Do you have any closing thoughts? Is there anything that we haven't covered? Um, I guess the main thing is I just want to thank my wife for allowing me to race this season, especially with a baby on the way. Um, the baby wasn't really planned when she first agreed to it, but now it's too late for her to change her mind. <laughs> so I just want to send a big thanks to her. Hey, the ladies in racing are a special group, and it sounds like you got a good one. Well, I want to wish you good luck first with the new baby, then the new car, and then the new uh, season for you. Uh, it was really nice of you to join us tonight, and I thank you. Yep, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series, adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modified,
Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. Fans, I want to mention on the next segment, we're going to hear from Joey Logano, the winner at Bristol, Travis Geisler, the competition director at Penske, and Logan Zarin, the gentleman that does our on-the-road report. I hope you enjoy this next segment. Um, you know, obviously, an a exciting race. Um, you know, a lot of different things happening throughout it. Um, but, you know, I think the, the biggest thing was just being methodical throughout the race. Um, you know, for, for us, we had a, a good uh, Shell Penzo Mustang, one that was probably the best at, at, on the long run. Um, you know, the last 15, 20 laps of a run is where we were really shining. Um, you know, so I was just trying to make sure I had some tires on it for that moment. And, uh, the thought in my mind at least was get two cars per, per run. Um, if I can get a couple, get a couple more, get a couple more, uh, you know, I'll be in position to, to, uh, win this race and, um, you know, was able to pounce at the right times and get by Soros, which is a lot of fun racing him. Um, you know, we're, we're friends, so it's pretty cool to see. And then, uh, you know, being able to, to maintain the lead and, and race Denny there at the end was nuts. Um, you know, and they watered down the racetrack. That's the thing with this dirt racing, man. You just don't know what you're going to have next and you're, you're forced to figure something out quickly. So, um, TJ, my spotter did a good job at, at telling me where, um, uh, Denny was, and I tried moving up, but you know, it takes such a different driving style to make that work. Um, and that's, you know, on the bottom, you can keep it straight and kind of, you know, go around the, you know, kind of like asphalt on the bottom. Uh, but up top, you got to have the car pitched out and, and running around. So, uh, you know, you, you definitely two different styles uh, of racing. So, um, and of driving in the car. And so you know, you're, you're, you're trying to hold off Denny, you're trying to save your tires for the long run. Uh, and, and that was a pretty, pretty tough challenge for a second. And then, um, working the lap cars at the end was also a, a challenge as well. And, um, you know, luckily we were able to get through, uh, those cars and, um, and fight them off on that final restart. I didn't want to see that last caution, but, um, you know, to be, uh, you know, the first team to be able to win on dirt in the cup series, uh, you know, in 50 years or so, uh, that's something that, that I'm, I'm very proud of, very proud of this team because this weekend, you know, coming into the week, you, you just, 
don't know, right? I said, that's the phrase of the week. I don't know uh, coming into this. And you didn't know what you had to work on in your car. You didn't know how the race is going to play out. You don't know how the track's going to change. Uh, and it's just, you know, watching and studying and, you know, getting in a dirt car for, for uh, a few races and in Volusia and, and running a heat race here uh, a week ago. So, you know, all that kind of helped out and played out for us. Also a question for Travis. Travis, you've done some stuff with the the, the, uh, the next-gen car. Obviously, with this race uh, returning next year, this will be with the next-gen car. What are the challenges uh, with the next-gen car on dirt or things that need to be looked at uh, before next year's race? Yeah, I would say D, all of the above. <laughs> you know, I mean, if this car was a challenge, it's, it's going to be a whole other set of challenges. And certainly early in the season for the whole industry, so we'll still be kind of new to that car, which will be uh, – you know, make it even more challenging. It's just this one, we kind of knew so much about the history of, you know, kind of how you wreck, how things tear up, what happens throughout courses of events, you know, short tracks across the country where, you know, you, you get torn up and you kind of figure out, okay, we need to reinforce this, do that. You know, that body being totally different, all the suspension being different, you know, that's, um, can't really say independent or suspension has been run on dirt. Maybe I can remember John Mason trying it probably when I was about five or six <laughs> and that was uh, pretty unsuccessful so I think we'll have a, our work cut out for us but certainly had our work cut out for us this weekend as well and you know I think just like Joey mentioned you know the drivers are so high caliber and I certainly agree with them it was, it was awesome to see our group just really figure it all out but I think the same goes for the guys with the cars and people who are working on them at, at every company here you know everything ran through the race and they made it you know we figured out how to do it nobody's really done it before so we'll figure it out. That's, uh, that's part of what we do every week. Thank you. Our next question will come from Lee Spencer. Go ahead, Lee. To kind of follow up on that question, um, what are your thoughts about bringing this car back next year rather than doing a Bristol purpose-made car for the event? Because, you know, I, I'm looking at it as much as we've heard about cost-saving measures, um, wouldn't that be something that – you know, would go a long way in, in saving teams money. You know, I think we all just have to take a look back after this and, and kind of go over all the learnings from the past couple of weeks and, you know, months trying to prep through this. It's the same process that we went through to be ready to come here was everybody getting together and talking about all the challenges. Let's work together. The teams, I think, uh, did a great job of setting aside kind of the competitive side of it and make sure that they work with NASCAR in a way that we could actually pull this off. So I think that's something to certainly consider. You know, we need to look at that and, and how that would impact, you know, what we're trying to do next season with the new car. But um, that's, that's things to probably consider over the next few weeks, months. And, you know, certainly there'll be a lot of this equipment around and uh, we can decide what we want to do with it as we go. All right, fans, we're going on the road with Logan Zarin. Logan, good evening. How are you? Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Now, I want to talk about your trip to Port Royal, um, probably your first time there, and you, now you're in a super late model. Uh, some of your thoughts. Were there a lot of cars? Oh uh, Yeah, we got there on Saturday, and they started 47 cars. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of cars there, a lot of heavy competition. So it was a tough first race in this new car. How did the car run? Did it seem to be okay? Yeah, we, we didn't have any mechanical problems. Um, car ran overall really good. My motor builder, Bill, from ProPower, he gave us a really good package. So, yeah, the car ran outstanding this weekend. Uh, the chassis, and I know you told me uh, the last time we talked, but uh, is it a rocket? Yeah, we got a new XR1 this year. Now, when you go to these tracks, 
new guy, uh, new to the super late models, what do you feel will be your biggest challenge? Now, once you're comfortable in the car and you get some seat time, you're going to be okay. But when you look at some of these Hall of Fame drivers you're running against, uh, what's your mindset? How does that work for you? Out on the track, you, you get behind them. You want, obviously want to, you want to follow them and just see what they're running. But the most important is you watch a little bit before the races of the big guys and then uh, watch them when they go off for qualifying and just try to kind of base your run off of them. So it's just kind of like copying them from, from right now. Well, Ed Lynch told me that many, many years ago when he was going to all these outlaw shows 15, 20 years ago. And I'd say... When you leave the local tracks and you run with these guys, what it, what's it like? He said, it's like going to school. You follow a really good driver and you learn how they're getting around the track and then you can put that into your program and, and try to do the same thing. Um, when you're um, in the car, and is this the first time out with the Super? Uh, we tested at Muskegon County uh, last weekend, but this is my first race. Yeah. In the uh, new car. Now, where are you headed uh, for your next uh, event? We're going to head to Potomac for big super race and take the Cray car as well, then head to Winchester Saturday. So that's going to be busy. Take a week off, get a bye, so to speak. And then uh, when now, uh, you're taking a Cray car, so I, I guess you're going to run it, at, or is this just uh, shaking it done? Yeah, well, we're going to take, take them both, run the crate and the uh, super. Just the te- We're going to test for the uh, big... Uh, crate shows we got coming up down there so we're going to test for down there and then try to get it some laps in the super as well this sounds wonderful um how about we take a minute you you mentioned your pro power racing guy some of the other people that are helping out with your program level enterprises is a big part of my racing um you got zarin truck on the motor of course my, my, my mom and my dad um Bizzetti's hardware tomas towing um wheels wings and winches foundation castle there landscape KVC Graphics, uh, Rocket Chassis, Integra Racing Shocks. That's that's pretty much it. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but how about uh, that's, Bal- that's the main of it. Balea Oil. Balea Oil, yeah, yeah. And they're, uh, they're a huge part of my career. And Cletus. Cletus, yeah, he's he's my main man. He's a he's character. A really, he's, a, he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Is. That's putting it mildly about him being cool. Well, <laughs> I, I want to compliment you on uh, getting your feet wet here, so to speak, at Port Royal, and uh, wish you well. And when you uh, finish your next trip, uh, we'll do this again. How's that sound? Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, fans, we're on the road with Logan Zarin. Logan, thank you. You have a nice evening. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice, uh newspaper covers a lot of good stuff some of the writers dave moody ernie saxton walt weimer chuck bollinger dave dragovich just to name a few as a matter of fact bollinger dragovich and uh, weimer have been part of rapping on racing for many many years you can get 50 issues for 56 dollars but what i like best is a digital subscription which is 45 dollars really neat uh, paper If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609-888-3618. You won't be disappointed. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. 
He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds. Spectator gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. I want to tell you a little bit about the On Point Beer Distributor. You know, they're kind of excited. They're providing Butler and the surrounding areas with some great service and even better beer. Why don't you stop by and check out their selection? They can't wait to meet you. They're only nine miles from Lernerville Speedway, a great place to pick up beer on the way to the track. The customers say it's wonderful and friendly service. They highly recommend the place. On Point Beer is located at 154 Freeport Road, only minutes from Lernerville Speedway. If you like the good service and the good beer, stop in and say hello. If you want to call ahead, their number is 724-285-6298. It's owned and operated by a veteran, a former Marine. Stop in and see what they have. All right, fans, joining me now is Jeremy Zufall from Mont Pleasant, PA. Uh, Jeremy, a pretty exciting thing happening to you. Uh, first of all, I want to welcome to Wrapping on Racing. Then I want to talk about Eco Twist Clean. Uh, you, you got a major sponsor, and I'd like to 
get your thoughts on how this all came to be. Well, first off, sir, thank you for having me on the show. And uh, it's pretty, I've been pretty fortunate over my racing career to have some good sponsors. And uh, I came across this one. I was by chance looking on Facebook and was going down through and they came up with their name on Spencer Boyd's truck for the Camperwell Truck Series. And I didn't see anything else about him anywhere else. I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a chance and send him some messages and by doing that, they responded, and we, I started talking to the CEO, Sean Stanley, and he actually informed me he is a Pittsburgh native. So as soon as that happened, we started talking, of course, Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Penguins, and going back and forth, and it kind of just, the rest is history right now. We're just starting this new chapter. I mean, I've been lucky we signed a three-year deal, so I'm going to be with them, and they'll be backing me every step of the way with everything I do. So it's, it's a good feeling to finally get that land, that major sponsor. I know a lot of guys always try. I mean, it's hard to do, but sometimes being fortunate and being lucky helps a lot. But, I mean, it's, it's a great company. Me and my wife, actually, it's a the revolutionary green laundry detergent company, and I couldn't think of a better fit than dirt racing, and having a laundry detergent company as your sponsor. That's the first thing everybody does when they get home. Yeah. You gotta wash your clothes, get the dirt right, off. Right. Well, now I have a question. The fact that the truck they sponsor is number 20 and your car number is 20, is that what piqued your interest? Actually, yes, it did. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, what's the chances of his truck being number 20? And that's the number I always had since I was little playing midget football. I was like, that just. I don't know if it was a sign or just saying, you know what, with my guts, so you know what, I got to take a chance. And, you know, you can hear no a thousand times from sponsors, but I was like, you know what, all he takes is that one time that they say yes and they're interested, then then you're, then you're set. So, now, like, you know what, we're going to do it. I said it to them, and uh, they responded. Everything was positive. That is wonderful. You know, uh, I didn't realize I had met you occasionally that you'd been in racing 22 years. Started out with motocross, then go-karts, and then moved up to the full-size cars. And it says you tested a small truck team in 2006 in North Carolina. Uh, what was the story on that? I just found something and got to go down with a small, it was a small private team. Went down and uh, went to Hickory Speedway and got to test the famous... Hickory Speedway, which was an unbelievable experience in itself. But I got side. I didn't have any sponsors back then. So it was kind of the deal was uh, you have to keep coming on your own dime for the first year, start out in their late models, you know, work your way up, work racing at Hickory, and, and be a, pretty much a development driver. But unfortunately, my wife was pregnant at the time when she was kind enough to go down and take the car ride down to North Carolina. And we just finished building our house. So when they said, uh, you know, it'd be a year, and we just, it's something that wasn't in the cards at that time. So we came back, and I just, you know, started racing back on dirt again. And and here we are today. I'd like you to tell the story about the time the young boy wanted an autograph and you didn't have paper. Yeah, I was, we was racing a chair in Speedway. I was actually racing a crate late model. And I was sponsored by Joy Global then. And uh, went back, I had my fire suit on, we just got done racing. Uh, went to the concession stand, and I always like to go, you know, behind the grandstands and walk around. And there was a little boy, and his mom was standing there. 
and he looked at me, and he he just looked at me, and I smiled at him, and he was tugging on his mom's shirt, and uh, she turned around, and he's like, uh, he'd like to get your autograph. He just saw you race, and this is his first race he'd ever been to, and she was scrambling trying to find something that all she had was a sharpie. And I was like, well, you know what? I was like, I just can't sign a napkin. So I took my hat off, and I signed the underneath of it and gave it to him. And the kid was, he was smiled. He was just smiling so much. And the following week, when we went back to race again, I actually saw him in the stands wearing the hat, just the biggest smile you could ever imagine. And it was just, it's, it's a great feeling when you do things for kids. And it was really nice because I called Joy and said, I gave away my last hat. They said, no problem. We'll take care of it. Yeah. The next day, it was like two days later, I had, I had a box of 50 hats on my doorstep in my house. You know, drivers that drivers that respond to kids are the smartest drivers in racing. And a case in point, Joy probably loved that when you told him what happened. Uh, sometimes things don't always work out, though. I'd like to hear about the time you were in a race and there were only two cars. Yeah, that was back in I believe, 2011, 2012. It was the start of the Rush Modified Series. Uh, and... It was very early in the season. We went to a track, and it was a little far off. I think it was American Motorsport Park then. And it was like me and another car showed up. And we go out for the feature, and apparently he never looked. The story I got, he never looked at the board to see where he was starting. So he kept trying to go on the other side of me for some reason. It was only, like I said, there was only two cars on the track. And it just, it just got so. I was so frustrated. And... I laugh about it now, but at the time it was just it was just frustrating because I mean, you think about it, it makes you look bad. It's making the series look bad because you guys are coming there and you don't know what you're doing. And well, that was a long race. We talked about it. It was a long time ago. That series is flourishing right now. Now I understand you're going to run in the Rush Stock Car Series at Dog Hollow, Erie's, and State Line. Uh, this is a new project that Vicky Emig's working on. That's correct, yeah. It's a new Rush Stock Car Class 602. The rules are comparable to, like, the IMC Modifieds out west. 602 small tires, you know, some other rules you have to follow. And she got three tracks to come on board right now, which I think it's a great opportunity. I tried racing a 602 in a stock car years ago at Roaring Knobs in my dad's car, and it was competitive, but it was, like, pretty much the mid-pack running against open motors. You know, I thought, and after doing the crate late model and the crate modified, I was and I always like racing stock cars, it's just because it looks like a car. Kids know what they are. Like people can come to stands and look, and it looks like a Monte Carlo. They they know it's a race car, but they know it looks like a car. No, I think it just grabs the attention of it. Was your dad the reason you got into racing? Yes. Oh yeah, my dad. We was going. I think he told me I was maybe one or two years old and going to motor drones. While he was racing, him and my uncles and grandpa, they'd all be in a pitch racing out behind the stands. And he said, I'd just sit there, fall asleep and wake up. And I just remember you getting older, going to different tracks. And just when you get there, I mean, you walk up and you can tell, like, kind of like people when they know they're getting close to the beach and put the windows down, you can smell the ocean, smell the salt. It's the same way, I think, at a racetrack. Like, when you get close, but you can smell the racing fuel. Now, you it's mentioned. Kind of neat smell to it. We started off uh, talking about EcoTwist, but you have some other sponsors, and I'd like you to take a minute and mention who they are. 
Yeah, thank you so much for bringing it up because I want you to thank a sponsor I have right now. They're going to be my associate sponsor for this year, Tech Tire Repair. And a great story about them is last year they wanted to do they wanted to come on board last year, but because of COVID, they actually everything got all the funding got frozen. So I reached out to them again after I got Eco Twist, and I said, "Here, I have an amazing opportunity." And I was like, "You know, I can bring you on board as an associate sponsor," and they loved the idea. And it's a great company. They're out of Ohio. It's, it's Tech Tire Repair. They're a global tire wheel authority. I mean, they work with major tire manufacturers, Goodyear, Michelin, Bridgestone, you know, you name it. And it's something, too, I like because it's a product that I use. Because we have a small shop we do little side projects on we, with the community, like do some little changes, changing tires, things of like that nature. And I actually use their brand. I use their wheel weight. They have bead sealer for the tires when you change them and different things like that. So it's, it's nice that both sponsors I have right now, they're both corporate, but they're both products I use too. And I can, I can actually speak of if somebody come up and say, hey, you know, how do you like this? How do you like Eco Twist? How do you like this? Well, I love it. My family loves it. We use it. You know, they come up about tech. What do you think about these wheel Well, I like their wheel weights because that's what I buy and I use it. Even before I had them as a sponsor, that's something that I was buying. And that's kind of how I found them because I went down and bought it. I started using their stuff. I really liked it. And actually the same deal. I reached out to them. And they're not even in motorsports at all. I'm, right now, this is their breakthrough into motorsports. So it's kind of interesting. Like, I got two. Like, I'm, I'm very blessed right now and fortunate because I have two great sponsors that are going to be supporting me. I understand. Very- I understand you have some product sponsors. Why don't you mention them? Yes, sir. I mean, I have, besides those great sponsors, I have a chassis sponsor, Arc Racing, Roy Anderson. Out of Winchester, Virginia, I have some product sponsors. They're Zamp Racing, Springer Steering Wheels. He's out of, they're out of Texas. Where's Machine and Racing Products, Landon Springs, uh, East Coast Speed out of uh, New York. I mean, it takes everything, even if you're racing a four-cylinder, super late model. I mean, it doesn't really matter what you're racing. Just to race, you need some support. I mean, you have to have somebody out there helping you, and it just it makes a world of difference when they when you actually have that behind you. You have like I'm very fortunate. Like I said, I have great sponsors. I have a great family that are behind me all the way. Let's. So uh, it it kind of makes. Like, you, you mentioned it takes a lot of people to do this. Let's talk about your pit crew. Yeah, the names. I mean, my pit crew is pretty much my family. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. It's uh, my mom and dad, my uncle Dale, uh, James, Brian, Lee, uh, Bud Kern. Uh, another guy, he actually owns a car and races too, the, the late road with Ricky Dean. I mean, every time I have a question, I have this, or I need, I just, looking for some advice, he's always there to help. He always answers the phone. He's always there to help. Even, I think it's nice with this class too, with pure stocks and like stock cars. I mean, guys help each other out. I mean, they, they're doing a lot of other divisions too, but it's nice to have that, like when you're, it's your family, but it's, when you get to racetrack too, you're racing against these guys, but it's family also. I mean, if you need something to get a flat tire, you come in, they're jacking your car up, they're helping you change a tire. It's it's just an overall family-friendly atmosphere, and I think what's always been so nice about racing 
it's always been like that. You know, looking at your resume, you won Fall Fest at Challenger. You won Modified Mania at Lernerville in the first year of the Rush Modified Series. But I'd like you to talk about a special charity that you're involved with. Yes, sir. I've been, like I said, I mean, I get to keep repeating myself, but I mean, I've been very fortunate over the years to have great sponsors and they've supported me with anything I did. Um, like back in years ago, I had Joy. They supported me with uh, the Dream Racer Project. And now with Eco Twist, they're supporting me with a charity shop of the cop. And it's just unbelievable what this charity is. It's, it's funded by the state police. It, they go around, it, they look for donations. It's a, it costs about $150, and that takes one child shopping. And what they do is they take children shopping right before Christmas. And Shop with a Cop, they're in there. This is going to be the, around their 11th year, and they raised over $500,000 and helped over 1,000 children already. And that's just something that I, I just, it's just unbelievable. And, again, it goes back to the kids, seeing the kids, and to be able to be a part of that where – you know, you're, you're making a difference in a kid's life. It's beyond racing, but it's it's an impact that they're going to remember for the rest of their life. Fans, if you uh, just joined us, we're talking to Jeremy Zufall, very interesting young man, and got a lot of irons in the fire here. Um, we're coming up on a commercial break, and I'd like to know if there's any closing thoughts, anything you'd like to add. Now, again, I'd just like to thank you for having me. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to talk to you and come on here and speak. You know with, what's going on with me with racing, what's going on with my sponsors, my charity shop with the company I'm working with. I just I just it's an unbelievable position I'm in right now, and I can't be more thankful. And I got to thank my entire family, and I got to thank my wife Sarah. She does a lot for me behind the scenes, and it's just a fun time and a fun fact that something had happened. It's kind of uh, funny. She might kill me for saying this, but uh, when I was racing the, the Modified, I actually won at American Motorsport Park. It was my first feature went in the Modified, and I think it was my fourth or fifth race in the car, and she wasn't there at the race. Then when we got home, we uh, I looked online. She actually photoshopped herself into the Victory Lane pictures <laughs> beside my dad, my uncle, and me. There was only three of us one up, and she actually photoshopped herself into the Victory Lane photo, which I think is just, it's just, it's just amazing. I think you got a real keeper there with Sarah. And I've, I've said it so many times, people are tired of hearing it. But the women in racing are very special. The, the things they put up with, the time commitments you're involved with, and for her to be that supportive, you're a pretty lucky guy. And I want to thank you for being with us tonight. Yes, sir. I, I am very lucky between my wife and my family, my mom and dad, that they're always so supportive of everything I do. And I'm truly blessed to have everybody in my corner that I have right now. And it's looking to be, hopefully, a great year racing this new class in Rush. Well, I want to wish you good luck and thank you again. You have a nice evening. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party. 
a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. And now back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, joining me now is Tom Lang. Tom, I have good news for you. Environmental Air Corporation has signed on as the sponsor of your report. Yeah, Don, that is such fabulous news. Uh, Environmental Air, uh, Glade Neal, Paul and Alan Neal, they've been such great uh, friends and supporters of racing for so long. And uh, to have them come aboard and sponsor my report, I take that as quite a compliment that... uh, those people want to be a part of my report. Uh, I welcome them to the show. And, uh, you know, from my earliest days with Mike Kosky, I think I met Glade Neal. We were going up to the Circle Track Club Old Timers night at the Hampton Fire Hall. And I think uh, Glade rode along in the truck with us and uh, heard all kind of great stories about Mike in the early days. And uh, like I said, they're, they're great people, and they've been great supporters of our sport. And uh, I welcome them aboard. It's a perfect fit for a perfect report. Hey, uh, the NHRA season kicked off a little later than usual and in a different location, but drag racing is back in a big way. 
Uh, yes, Don, in all the years that I've been covering the NHRA for Rapping on Racing, the season has begun with the Winter Nationals in Pomona in early February. Well, like so many other things in the last 12 months, the world of drag racing has had to make some changes, and the 2021 NHRA schedule was one of them. Uh, this year, the first race of the season was the Gator Nationals in Gainesville, Florida, and it featured some new faces and some old pros in a winner circle. Four-time pro stock champion Greg Anderson celebrated his 60th birthday by scoring the 95th win of his storied career. Greg qualified number one for the 107th time, and he knocked off Christian Quadra, Alex Laughlin, and his own teammate Derek Kramer on his way to the final round, where he faced one of the young guns in the sport, Troy Coughlin Jr. Now, Coughlin has been around the sport his entire life as part of the famous Coughlin clan of drag racers, but he is in his first full season in pro stock as he is replacing his legendary uncle, Jake Jr., in the Jake's Pro Stock Camaro. Unfortunately for Troy, his first pro stock win will have to come another day as he shook the tires in the final while Anderson sped to a 660 at over 209 mile per hour to notch his 95th career win. He is now just two wins behind all-time leader in the class, Warren Johnson's 97. Anderson began his pro stock career as a crew member for WJ, helped Warren win four of the six championships that Warren owns, and uh, I have a feeling he's going to pass Warren sometime this season. Another former world champion, J.R. Todd, scored his 19th career NHRA win in his 10th in a funny car when he defeated another former champion, Robert Height, in the final round. Both cars smoked the tires just off the starting line, and Todd did the better job of pedaling the car in a race that the huge crowd of fans at Gainesville are not likely to forget. Todd took out Blake Alexander, Tim Wilkerson, and Cruz Pedregon on his way to that final round. Todd's first career funny car win also came in a pedal fest at Sonoma back in 2017. In top fuel final, Todd's Kalitta Racing teammate Sean Langdon had the opportunity to give team patriarch Connie Kalitta his first ever double-up win. With all the successes and championships won by Kalitta Racing, they have never won both top fuel and funny car at the same event. Unfortunately for them, it didn't happen at Gainesville as rookie driver Josh Hart defeated Langdon to win in his very first outing in a top fuel car, running 382 at over 323 mile per hour as Langdon smoked the tires at half track. The last time a driver won in his top fuel debut was Daryl Russell back in 2001. In Pro Modified, Jose Gonzalez set a new national record of 562 at 255.63 mile per hour on his way to the winner's circle. In the final, Gonzalez defeated Justin Bond with a 572 at 254. Uh, Matt Smith knocked off Ryan Oler in the Pro Stock Motorcycle Final. Rachel Meyer stopped Jackie Frick in Top Alcohol Dragster. And two-time defending world champion Sean Bellamore drove Tony Bartone's Hussey performance back top alcohol, alcohol funny car to the win over DJ Cox.
The NHRA began the season in style. The PDRA is looking to do the same this weekend. Uh, yes, Don, the PDRA will kick off their 2021 season this week with the East Coast Nationals at Gallot Motorsports Park in Benson, North Carolina. There have been a few rule changes in PDRA for this season, most notably in Pro Boost, where screw-type superchargers will be allowed this year. There was also a realignment of the weight brakes for the other types of superchargers, the traditional roots-type blowers and the centrifugal prochargers. PDRA is the premier eighth-mile drag racing series in the country, and the competition there is extremely tough, particularly in the two pro-modified classes of pro-boost and pro-nitrous. Uh, many of the cars from these two classes were racing in Bradenton, Florida in January, and the PDA, PDRA cars were the stars of the show there. There will be some new faces in PDRA this year as well. Uh, Camry Caruso, whose father Mark, and Grandfather Joe, or longtime door car racers, will debut behind the wheel of an extreme pro stock car. And Amber Franklin, who also comes from a well-known drag racing family, will split time between her top dragster and a new Outlaw 632 car. So it looks to be an, an exciting year in PDRA. I know a lot of Pittsburgh area drag racing fans were looking forward to the PID reunion dinner which was scheduled for this week, but unfortunately they're going to have to wait. What's the situation there? Uh, yes, the Pittsburgh International Dragway Reunion Dinner will not happen as scheduled. Ongoing limits on large indoor gatherings has pushed that event down the road. The hall that was booked has a current limit of 175 people, which you would think that that would be enough for an event like this, well, that's not even close to the number of people that show up for this deal. So uh, the PID reunion committee uh, looked at things as they are and decided they would just put off the dinner till later in the year. But the committee has a bunch of other events scheduled for the year, and they will find a new date for the dinner. It's been happening for over 20 years, and I guarantee you it's not going to end now. I will make sure the racers and fans know about the new date whenever it is announced, and uh, personally, I'm kind of glad to see this because I was going to have to miss it because I'm going to be on the road, but maybe I'll be home in time to attend this deal when they reschedule it. Over the years, I've had a chance to uh, go to three or four of them, and it's, it's, it's excellent. Uh, I, I had a great time. I ran into a lot of friends. Uh, there's some crossover between circle track and drag racing, but uh, I ran into the guys that started BNR Speed Supply, and they, expand, they explained to me how that came to be, and it was, it was just a very interesting story. Well, I want to compliment you on uh, Environmental Air Corporation coming on as your sponsor, and thank you for being with us tonight. Well, thank you again, Don, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September 
Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds. Spectator gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. For additional information, call 412-922. 8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, I'm currently on the phone with the man from Midway, driver of the Next Gen Outdoor Services, Embroidery Pittsburgh, McClellan's Roofing and Contracting, number 2L, Rush Dirt Late Model. He is Dan Lepro. Dan, how's it going, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Not too bad. We're getting closer and closer to racing season, and uh, we're starting to see a little bit in different parts of the world. Bristol National is going on right now as of this recording, and uh, racing season is just around the corner in western Pennsylvania. Yes, it is. I can't wait. I'm chomping at the bit to get this car on the track. 
I think everybody is, and I think the fans are ready to get back into the stands for a somewhat normal season, let's hope at least. So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so let's jump into um, your Dan Lepro, son of Jim Lepro. Let's talk about your dad for a little bit. That's kind of how you got your start into racing. I guess he raced what you would consider modern-day hobby stocks um, back in the 80s, and he drove all the way up until 2011 in a late model. So um, talk about uh, you know what some of the stuff that you took from your dad's racing career um, and how it got you started into racing. Well, I mean, it wasn't hard to get hooked on it off the bat. I, I think, uh, you know, we got more pictures hanging on the wall up the house of me in the shop and around the cars and at the track than I think I have pictures of me in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's kind of that thing where you, you grow up and I think everybody somewhat wants to be like our dad and you know, I'm growing up and I'm working down the shop with him. And like when I'd get grounded, it wasn't getting grounded from, you know, going to play a sport or something or grounded from your PlayStation or whatever. I get grounded from the shop. I wasn't allowed to go down the shop when I got grounded. So you mean you weren't allowed I, to go scrape mud? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go down and work on a car. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's rough. I get shut off on that. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. But, well, you don't have to worry about that so much anymore, which is a good thing. But uh, so, yeah, you got your start with um, your dad and, you you know, you talked a little bit about uh, prior to the interview about being a mud scraper. And then uh, going all the way up to, you know, you're getting the car ready for him to get get going for his races. So uh, obviously you've been all around it. Then in high school, you decide, well, I'm going to give this a go. And uh, you jumped into the carts. Um, talk about your karting career a little bit. I mean, it was interesting off the bat to say the least obviously it was a little different for me i'd always enjoyed driving i had a little cart i just ran around in the yard when i got bored and then we decided hey you know what let's go run one of these things on a real track so we got into that and first year we started out all right it's kind of like the late models you know you're just trying to get the feel for it and get a hang of it and then really started picking up towards the end of the first year and then the second year we started winning races and actually doing pretty well because i'd get more comfortable in the seat and get more seat time and all that and i actually ended up having a pretty decent little stint in carting but my enlistment in the marine corps obviously kind of cut that short and i couldn't race full time anymore because i was on active duty but every time i came home and i had a chance to race i'd try and make it out to either noggle or dubois or blairsville for a race so yeah, you spent four years in the Marine Corps. So, um, like I said, you started sophomore year of high school full time for three years, essentially at that point. Then you uh, went part time uh, for the four years, and then now after four years in the Marine Corps, you're on inactive reserve, and you're looking to go full time racing as you did in 2020. Yeah, you know it's it's kind of like my drug. There's nothing I'd rather be spending all my time and money and effort on than going out and racing it's just i love it i grew up on it and i don't ever want to quit till i physically can't drive a car anymore i guess <laughs> <laughs> well that's uh that's definitely something that i'm sure a lot of people can relate to a lot of drivers can relate to um you know and, and that's kind of how i got to know you last year last year was also was my first year of uh, working at pittsburgh pennsylvania motor speedway uh which is what you made your home track last year and um you know i got to watch you through the year not knowing that it was your first year but um i got to know whenever the pittsburgher rolled around and you got the chance to race in your first pittsburgher weekend talk about that experience a little bit 
Oh, what can I say? I was like a kid on Christmas trying to go to sleep at Thursday night. And then worst part was I had to wake up Friday morning and go to work before I went to the Pittsburgh on Friday. So I'm sitting there all day long trying to concentrate on working on trucks. And I'm thinking, oh, man, what's the track going to be like tonight? Did I, I groove the tires too much? Did I siphon them too deep? You know, running through all that stuff in my head. And finally, we get to the track and just kind of felt it really felt really hard to just settle down and settle into my groove and kind of feel normal like it wasn't you know a pittsburgher and it was my first pittsburgher i was a little upset we didn't make the full show but really i was just looking forward to the one to remember one to remember race anyhow and that's where uh, Logan Zarin won his first race, uh, was in that one to remember race. So it's definitely a race that uh, a lot of younger drivers definitely look forward to because that's their chance to shine in some instances. Right. And that, especially after, you know, the, the Zarin crew was kind of poking fun and saying they were putting bets on me to win it. And I, I kind of felt the need to go out and perform a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. It was a fun time. Nothing like adding some more pressure onto you. Not like you don't have enough already, right? Well, I work well under pressure anyhow. Kind of get used to that. <laughs> That's something you developed in the Marine Corps? Yeah, it definitely was. I can't say it came of age any other place. It definitely kind of matured when I was in there. You know, you got to – this truck's broke down on the side of the road in the convoy. you got to get it up. you got to get it going. If you can't get it going, you got to get it hooked to the wrecker so it can get pulled for the rest of the convoy. You know, from point A to point B, you can't just leave it. Stuff like that, but – yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in, we are speaking with Dan Lepro, driver of the 2L Rush Dirt Late Model, uh, made his home track Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania last season, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway last season. Uh, in 2020, you finished 14th in points. However, you were nominated by Walt Weimer for the Western Pennsylvania Rookie of the Year, class of 2020. The announcers, uh, or announcers, listen to me, the uh, winners of this award have not been announced yet, but uh, just to be nominated is, is quite the the um, quite the feat. Former winners of this award include Ed Lynch Jr., who also drives a 2L, uh, ironically, uh, Dave and Dale Blaney, Kevin Boland, Dave, uh, Dave Murdoch, and Jared Miley, just to name a few. So you're definitely in good company when you're in uh, talks with those people. Right. And I couldn't be happier just to say we got nominated for that. I mean, you come out your first season, you're not expecting to set the world on fire. We're just looking to kind of find our groove as a team and find my groove as a driver and just kind of work everything out. But we ended up doing fairly well. So well enough to be obviously recognized for that. So I can't be any more happier with first season out the gate. Well, let's look forward to 2021 here. Um, are you looking to make Pittsburgh your home again for next season? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I think I want to try and travel a little more this season, try and get some more experience on some shorter tracks and different tracks and maybe not run Pittsburgh every weekend, but it depends on who's open and who's running and what have you. Cause obviously even last year, I think overall grand total, we had maybe 13 races as our season at Pittsburgh and I'd like to get some more racing in. I need the seat time myself. So I'm definitely going to get up to the topless nationals of Genesee this year. If they run it, one of my good buddies from the Marine Corps, I was stuck with for, for uh, three years actually lives about 15 minutes away from the track up at Genesee. So 
I at least know I have a house to stay at. I won't have to get a motel room. Well, definitely different tracks offer, you know, different learning curves and everything like that. But the nice thing is, too, is uh, Dog Hollow opening up back on Friday nights gives you another track to possibly run at. Um, and uh, obviously there is the option to always tour with the Rush Series or the Fast Track Series. So um, it seems like a good time for a crate motor driver to uh, – to, to basically see what they want to do and, and travel and, and try to find uh, what makes them happy. So um, it, it's great that uh, the options are being made available to you drivers. Right. I couldn't be happier about that. I mean, it's just tough trying to, you know, you got to balance, uh, well, your food costs, your fuel costs, or are, are we staying up there? Do we got to find a place to sleep? You know, like I'm fine. I'll pull, I'll pull a cot out and sleep in the trailer. I don't care, but. You know, you got to find amenities for the other guys and to balance that all out with the travel and, you know, the payout for the race. It's kind of difficult, but really and truly, I probably don't need to put that into perspective for myself, knowing that we're just going to put some laps on a different track and get a feel for it and get some more experience. But I can't help but think that way sometimes. It's a little hard not to. <laughs> Yeah, it's not uh, too uncommon to have to find amenities, you know, uh, people, you know, sleeping in their race cars in their trailer at like Challenger Fall Fest. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not completely uncommon. I, I've heard stories at Pensboro as well back in the day how uh, people had to make do with what they had. So um, and also being, all, you know, not to mention it too much, but being in the Marine Corps, yeah, you might you make do with what you got. Yeah, I'll sleep on a my driver's suit laid out on the ground under the trailer if it's raining if i have to but <laughs> most of the other guys on the crew won't really go that far <laughs> so with your rookie season being last year or we can even talk the uh, throw the carts into this one as well name some of your um, biggest accomplishments through your racing career uh, we never really won any big races in the carts normally come like second or third and the big races kind of shot ourselves in the foot on setup and how that how that goes but i mean we still had pretty decent handful of wins and carts and that was nice just to build a little bit of confidence in myself as a driver and then moving into the crates i mean to go out to a track like pittsburgh that there's no other track in the world like it and run you know well, we have two top threes and a one top five i think to be able to run like that at a track like pittsburgh with the caliber of guys that drive pittsburgh i mean i was just that was an accomplishment in itself to my to me is just to finish in the top 10 every night or try to at least unless you know our hot-headed right foot heavy driver put it in the wall but <laughs> well dan i appreciate your time we're coming up on a commercial break um the people that you would like to thank for you you know being on board with you last season and coming up for this season as well Oh, I can't thank uh, Next Gen Outdoor Services, my cousin Josh, enough. He comes down to the shop every week and helps out and comes out the track. And my dad and my mom, my dad especially, he's down here every day helping me on the car, set up, being my mentor and all that. And my cousin Shane helps on the car. Uh, my sister and her boyfriend, they come out to the track and help us. Uh, my grandma and the rest of my family that supports me through all this, even though it might be a bit of a headache for them, but <laughs> the Zarin crew, they definitely give me a lot of help, kind of talk me through things and how I should be attempting to drive the car and 
Phil and Kyle Luke on. They helped me out a good bit too, setup wise. And I think that's everybody, really. I don't think I forgot anyone. I hope not. <laughs> well, Dan, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, best of luck in 2021. I'm sure we'll see you at the track. Yes, you will. Can't wait. All right. Take it easy. You too. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modified, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. I want to tell you a little bit about the On Point Beer Distributor. You know, they're kind of excited. They're providing Butler and the surrounding areas with some great service and even better beer. Why don't you stop by and check out their selection? They can't wait to meet you. They're only nine miles from Lernerville Speedway, a great place to pick up beer on the way to the track. The customers say it's wonderful and friendly service. They highly recommend the place. On Point Beer is located at 154 Freeport Road, only minutes from Lernerville Speedway. If you like the good service and the good beer, stop in and say hello. If you want to call ahead, their number is 724-285-6298. It's owned and operated by a veteran, a former Marine. Stop in and see what they have. Right, folks, up next is Chelsea Craigich, the driver of the number 10 Rush Sportsman Modified. Before I get into your interview, I just want to compliment Vicki Emick and Mike Leone. You know, when this series started for the Rush Modifieds, a very small field of cars. But then people kind of realized that uh, it's fun, it's good racing, and it's affordable. 
Can you recall when you first started, was there like four or five cars coming in each night? Yeah, we only had a handful of cars. I remember there were some nights at Pittsburgh. We only had four or five, and now today you go to Sharon and you may get 30, 35 cars, which is so great to see such the growth that the class has brought and how much Vicki and Mike has put into this class to make it what it is today. They've done a, such a great job with it. She amazes me. You know, a uh, car owner with her dad with the Emig number one, one races everywhere, probably 300 plus victories, uh, promoted Mercer for 11 years. And then I guess she got burned out, didn't want to do that anymore and started this rush deal. And every time you turn around, she's adding something new um, to, you know, too much to try and cover everything. But like, you know, the championship night and all the contingency prizes and it, it, she must be on the road three nights a week. It's, it's just incredible what those two have done. It absolutely is, and I know, for example, like you said, the manufacturer's night, that's what keeps us coming back to this class and this division for what they put in it to get back to their racers and to the tracks is just absolutely incredible, especially for the racing community and for where we're at in today's age in the racing world. You know, you're, you're kind of unique in a couple of ways. A young lady driving a race car, you got a bachelor's degree in business administration from Robert Morris. But what, and when I ask you about your jobs, well, driver, truck driver, crew member uh, for your sister and uh, for your boyfriend, Darren Gallagher, you know, if you had to pick a boyfriend, you couldn't pick the better one because when it comes to setups, he's really got it figured out. And Soderman would tell me, no matter when I ask him, it's a good thing I have Gallagher working for me because he knows more about the car than I do. <laughs> he definitely does, and he has helped me and my sister out tremendously. He can just look at what we're doing, what the track's doing, and say, this is what, this is what I would do if I was you. And we can toss, you know, toss that setup at it, and, you know, we are so, so close that the car is like a rocket. So he is definitely, he just, he just has that niche. He's just got it. Now, you tell me you've been in racing for 27 years. Did you start when you were about five? <laughs> I was actually a week old, Dawn, when I went to my very first race. So that's how long I've been around, basically since I've been in the womb. <laughs> Best part of racing, a good win, a win or a good finish and making dad proud. And I'll bet there's a lot of nights where he's just very proud of what you've been able to accomplish. Absolutely. If, you know, those times we've got those wins with my sister and I, or, you know, we've struggled and finally have a great night and I come in and just to see the smile on his face and just to say, you know what, we did it. We finally, you know, got the setup or got the finish we were looking for. That's what makes you know my world go around just seeing him proud and happy because he he puts his heart and soul into these cars just as much as my sister and i do i think the father-daughter relationship or father-son relationship at the racetrack is precious you know lynn geisler told me many many years ago wouldn't it be nice for just regular people to have a situation where their children couldn't wait till a wing the weekend to be with the family absolutely that's you know it's such a family part for us um I should say that, you know, like tonight, my dad and I were in the garage working on the car and, you know, come race season, there'll be, there we will be a Friday or Saturday night back, you know, together doing it. And we just, it's just such a great bond that we have and we can share. And, you know, there may be the tough times where you're arguing, saying, no, let's do this. And he's saying, no, let's do this. But when it comes to the end of the night, we're just, it's so great to have that family bond and connection.
you're just joining us, we're talking to Chelsea Craigich, the driver of the number 10 Rush Sportsman Modified. You know, you said your hobby's baking. Does that kind of come in handy uh, in the pits? Do you make snacks for the team? I do. I definitely do. I try to bring, you know, something to munch on or something sweet. And it's always good to, you know, break that ice with um, fellow racers and people that you may park beside you start to become friends with. So it's definitely... It's what I love to do, and I can kind of incorporate that with my racing love and with my baking love. So the people that park next to you, they get this figured out. Hey, we, we better park next to the 10 car because there's going to be <laughs> something good to eat here. You know, I noticed... Yes, most definitely. You've won at Expo and you've won at Pittsburgh, two very, very big tracks. I'm kind of curious. The season's going to kick off at Tyler County, and that's kind of like a bull ring. Uh, what kind of adjustment will you have to make at a track like that? Definitely setup and just mentality. Um, I feel for myself, the bigger the track, the easier it is. Um, some people may say the opposite. So. I've never been to Tyler County. We're going to try to make it um, as far as work and weather and, you know, with COVID and everything, we can make it. So it's definitely going to take a huge adjustment to uh, run a small track like that because I really haven't been on something that size in a while now. The schedule's pretty impressive. Some of the tracks you'll be going to, Tyler County, Sharon, Raceway 7, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh and Expo, and, and then they're going to wrap the season up at Lernerville with a uh, two-day deal. Uh, so other than Tyler, uh, all the other ones are pretty big tracks. Uh, but, uh, you know, the only way to learn is you got to get seat time. Absolutely. I tell that to anybody joining the class. Seat time, seat time, seat time is what's going to make you a better driver. Plus, Working on the car and figuring out what each part does and how it contributes to the whole part of the car is just so monumental on knowing how to go from track to track. And I think that's what's also great about this class is how Mike and Vicky have us traveling to different tracks because I think by doing that, it's made me a better driver and it gives you more experience too. And also, like you said, it gives you more seat time as well. I always like to ask the drivers, how did you pick your number? So, funny story about that. When I was started off racing, when I raced for Jerry Schaefer, he used to have a 10 car years ago, and he was a Lou Blaney fan. Well, so am I, and then also the number 10 is my birthday. So, when he said, hey, Charles, let's, how about the number 10? I was like, oh, perfect, because it works for you, it works for me, it's a great number, and we've kept with it ever since. Here's a little trivia for car number 10 and Expo. Jock George was a big fan of Lou Blaney, and that's how he picked his number, car number 10. And he convinced Lou to drive his, I don't know, it was a semi-late or a late model, at Expo one night. It's the only time Lou Blaney was in a full-fendered car like that. And uh, Jock, he was on cloud nine when he left there. But a lot of history with that number, and, and it's a good one, you know. Um, if uh, you had the financial support, what would your dream be? What would you like to do? If I had unlimited financial support, my dream would be to just maybe upgrade to a big block and just go travel and run wherever and anywhere we could. Just because it, I feel like that would just be so much fun to go run with, you know, maybe the Super Dirt Series or the Short Track Series because all those guys travel around and just to 
basically live that racer's dream on the road and do whatever we wanted to and you know whatever we could get for would be my fantasy we're talking to chelsea craigage the driver of the number 10 rush modified we're going to need to take a commercial break you stay with us we'll be back momentarily this portion of tonight's program was brought to you by alternative power sources the Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the Fast and Furious 4s. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities. All right, fans, we're back. If you're just joining us, Chelsea Craigich, driver of the number 10 Rush Sportsman Modified. Looking at the schedule, 
It's pretty impressive. I'm just glancing down here, but geez, it looks like there's, I don't know, 30, maybe 40 races here. Uh, you, you, you and Dad are going to be busy. We are, most definitely. So I'm hoping with COVID and weather we can hit and try to get a, a full season in because last year was kind of a bummer with COVID. We, I only ended up getting the 12 races, which is least amount I ever done compared to you know 25 to 30 in a normal year so I'm hoping COVID's good to us and weather's good to us this year. Now will your sister be uh, running the same amount of races as you? She's going to be pretty close she's going to be bouncing between New York races and coming down for rush races so we'll see how her schedule plans out with her work and like I said with COVID and weather but You'll definitely see her bouncing between both the north and down here locally with Rush. Now, you mentioned work. With your bachelor's degree in business administration, is that the kind of work you're doing? Very close to. Um, COVID was not good to me job-wise. I ended up having to find a new career. So I'm currently working with a title company by doing mortgage refinances. So my schedule has changed a little bit, but I absolutely love it. And I've been super busy and just fortunate to find a job um, with everything that had gone on. Hopefully the boss will understand if it's Friday night and you got to get going, <laughs> they got to cut you some slack. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> now, I had mentioned you'll be wrapping up the season at Lernerville. Those big uh, shows at the end of the year at Lernerville draw one heck of a crowd, and I suspect the car count will be really big. Yeah, they most definitely do. They're a fun weekend to catch up with people you haven't seen because all the different classes together. Um, I know I have a bunch of fans that like to go to that race as well, so it's a great way for me to catch up with them. And it's just crazy how much um, the car count that they get there. So I hopefully um, it's another good year for the Stampede and a great way to finish off the season as well. I'm impressed with how many young kids, young people, are getting into these modifieds. I mean, I look at some of them, they climb out of the car, and I'm thinking, geez, I wonder if this guy's in high school. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> what What's the uh, youngest driver in the series? Do you do you know? Um, I think the youngest we have coming in this um, 2021 season, I want to say it's 14. I could be wrong. Um, but it's such a – I'm so glad to see the class growing still um, with, you know, the way the times are and everything. And I hope these kids – well, younger drivers, <laughs> I should say. Um, just really take the time, learn the cars, and learn setup, and just get as much seat time as they possibly can. And hopefully they stick around because it is a great class. Now, looking at the schedule, and I had to ask you before we started this, R7R is on a lot of the race nights. What is R7R? So, <clears throat> excuse me, R7R is the Route 7 Rumble series, point series that Rush has created between Raceway 7 and Sharon, and I think they're doing the top 8 or top 10 with the series points, So, and they have their own fund and everything for it, so I thought it was such a great idea for the two classes, to, or I'm sorry, two tracks to come together and build this little series within the series, so. Now, who does your engine? So, my engine actually came from Pace, so I got it directly from um, Don Blackshear at Pace Performance. And I try to go through them and use the sponsors that sponsor the series because they give to us, so I'd like to give back to them as well. 
Don Blackshear is brilliant. I remember had he's had to be five years ago, maybe. He was telling me he was coming up with a, a system to be able to put the crate motor in a sprint car. And I thought, wow, if he can pull that off, that'll be a big deal. And he did. And that's another series that uh, Vicky and Mike have with Rush. And again, affordable, a lot of young people. I, I remember... Arnie Kent told me a couple of years ago he won at Lernerville, and he was telling me that because of the cost, he could do this. He wasn't able to do it with a 410, but he was able to do it with the uh, the sprints the, that are using the crate motor. Absolutely. Yeah, Don Blackshear is a genius when it came to this and partnering with Mike and Vicki to create the class because I think this year alone they have 8 to 10 drivers coming new that – They've always wanted to run a sprint car, and this is their opportunity to. And it's so great to see that class growing as well. Definitely would be a dream of mine to be in that class because my dad having the sprint car roots. But you never know. Maybe one day. But the Modified's working out pretty well for us as well. Well, a question. Now, Darren Gallagher drives a sprint car. What happens on a race night when he's some track other than where you are? So it makes it a little difficult. We try to watch um, each other on race monitor when we can and send text updates. Or I'll have my dad text him saying how I'm doing, and his mom or his dad will be sending me updates. And it makes it a little difficult um, that we can't physically be there to watch each other and kind of give each other some feedback on what we see. But it's also great at the end of the night to give that call and see how he did and just kind of go off because... He's living his dream. I am, too. And we wouldn't stop that from each other. We support each other 100%. Well, I mentioned he's a good chassis man, but he's also a good driver. If you're just joining and you're wondering who this dynamic young lady is, it's Chelsea Craigich, the driver of the number 10 Rush Modified. Now, this doesn't happen by accident, and it takes money. How about if we take a minute and thank your sponsors? Absolutely. My sponsors support me 100%, and... I wouldn't be without them financially. So I have to send a thank you to Kosminski Auto Body and Mars PA, Meridian Styles and Butler, Champion Racing Oils and Sterling Lubricants, the Chop Shop Restaurant and Butler, Alternative Power Sources and Gibsonia PA, Hooker Harness, and my newest one that came on aboard this year is Grill on Wheels Barbecue and Catering, located in... Chippewa Township, Pennsylvania. Good sponsors. You know, Alternative Power Sources helps so many people. It's just incredible what Sylvan does. Uh, I don't know. That chop shop sounds interesting. I might have to try and get up there this summer. Now, how about your crew? We mentioned uh, Darren and what he does. Dad, your sister. Is there anyone else that helps out at the track? Absolutely. We still have a few more that help out. We have Bruce Altman. Jimmy and Steph and Aaron Capelbell and Gary McCollum, they help out as much as they can through the week. And if they can be there on a Friday and Saturday night as well, they, have, they all have supported me from the start of my racing and have given me so much support and love throughout it all. Well, I want to wish you and your sister good luck here in 2021. And hopefully this virus thing won't uh, dampen our racing. Uh, have we covered anything uh, or everything? Is there any, anything you want to add? I just got to thank you, Don, for this opportunity and allowing me to talk and share my story. I really appreciate that. Well, how it came to be, first of all, I'm a fan of yours, but I said to Jim Zufall about this series being at Pittsburgh for a lot of races, um, who do you recommend? He says, 
call Chelsea. Be a good interview. Aww. And uh, he's a fan, too, so uh, you don't tell anybody because he's the announcer. <laughs> we, we don't want to get him in trouble. <laughs> well, Chelsea, you I, are too sweet. <laughs> I thank you for being with us, and we need to tell people we had to delay the interview because you were putting the new belts in the race car, and if anybody understands the importance of that, it would be me. So thank you, have a nice evening, and I'll see you at the track. Thank you so much, Don. You too. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex is located in the scenic Laurel Mountains of Somerset County, Pennsylvania, in the town of Jennerstown, at the intersections of Route 30 and Route 985. Experience the thrill of Jennerstown Speedway with its 550 feet of 6-degree straightaways and over 700 feet of 9-degree sweeping corners. Jennerstown Speedway serves as the host for five divisions of weekly racing series every Saturday evening from May to September. Weekly divisions include late models, modifieds, street stocks, charger, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include IMSA Super Modifieds, Super Cup Stock Car Series, the Race of Champions Modifieds, Spectator Gates open at 4 p.m. with racing starting at 6 p.m., allowing for even the youngest fans the opportunity to experience the entire action-packed show. The ownership and staff of the Jennerstown Speedway Complex take great pride in providing fun and affordable family entertainment. At the completion of each weekly event, everyone in attendance is invited into the pit area to meet their favorite drivers and see the cars up close and in person. For upcoming events and special promotions, you can visit Jennerstown.org or follow them on Facebook. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 352 2020. That's 724 352 2020. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. 
For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Joining me on Rapid on Racing, and, and listeners, you understand from time to time I like to go out and talk to our youth. And joining me is a young man, young man from the Connellsville area. His name is Zach Koffler. He's nine years old, and this is going to be his third year in karting. And Zach, welcome to Rapping on Racing. Let's tell the listeners what kind of karts that you race and how you got started in, in, in go-kart racing. Well, my dad um, did sport bike racing, and, I, and at one time I saw him racing, and then I was like, Oh, I thought I I want to race something. So then I just popped up with it. So when you went to mom and dad and said I want to race go karts, and you had like no inkling with that, that was kind of a big step. Mm-hmm. So once you told mom and dad you want to race go karts, now traditionally when I think of go kart racing in in the, in the local area, most of the the carters will start off in the local, whether it's a Noggle Speedway or Schaefer's or Slippery Rock, and those are all go kart tracks, but they're clay, they're dirt. You, for some reason, I guess maybe because of your dad's background racing motorbikes on the asphalt, you chose the route of going with an asphalt go kart, and that's a little bit different than what the traditional dirt ones are. Yeah, it's really different. So the big difference, and I, I had a chance to go on, on mom and dad's site and see some of the tracks that you raced at, and we're going to talk about some of those, but normally we're used to the little tracks that go round and round. They're maybe a fifth mile, they're not all that big. You're out there on a road course, and it's completely different. So tell myself and the listeners what is ex- what's the experience like to be out there on an open course go-kart track? It feels good. When you say it feels good, okay, that's we need to like. What's the what's the most exciting thing? I know when we talked to this a little bit prior to the interview, obviously the spra- straightaway speeds are quick, but you have S's and you have cornering and you have going to apexes. That's t- it's a little bit different than just going round and round. Yeah, different. So what do you like about that part of it? Because um, you it's fun because it, there's different parts and and on dirt tracks it's just a circle and you know you just keep going round and round. Okay, well that's it's a good answer. So let's talk where now you've, in year three, you started off in a little bit junior division. Uh, and there, there's so many different names, you won't really get into that. But you had a very successful first year. Race, you told me you raced like some 46 times and maybe had 10 to 15 wins. But the neat part of that is you had it in multiple tracks. Because, you, you know, you told me that you would race at one racetrack and we can, we'll, we'll, we'll get to those. And then when you were done, you'd hop in the you know, in the truck and with the cart and head to another track. And so you're actually doing a double header. That's a lot for one day for especially someone as young as you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So let's, for myself and the listeners there, Zach, let's tell them some of the racetracks that did you race that and kind of maybe where they are. Uh, a lot of them are in the Ohio area, but like somewhere up by Cleveland, somewhere over by Columbus. Um, one of them is Thompson. It's in Ohio and in Atkins 
and GNJ and Circleville and Fremont and and those are it. Well, I think also, if I'm correct, you've had some real good success over at the pit race facility, and that's over down in in, in the uh, just off in the in the Beaver County area, just off the turnpikes, and you did pretty well there as well. Mm-hmm. I did. So, of all the tracks that you raced at, Zach, what is a race car driver or go kart driver will say? You have to have a favorite one. Maybe you know you haven't you've been to maybe seven or eight tracks so which one when mom and dad said we're, we're, we're going racing which one do you like say we want to go race here do you like thompson's or do you like pit race is there like one that's you know if you don't have a favorite that's fine i mean it's not a big deal well i don't really have a favorite okay so all right with that being said last year he only maybe ran 15 times uh covid we all kind of dealt with that and uh Hopefully, the powers to be this year in the different states will open it up so we all get to go back and you can you can go back to the, the you know the forty some races that you did. But when you race, who helps you out? Because okay, we know it's going to be mom and dad. Is there anybody else that helps you out, or is it just uh, something that you do? Um, a guy named Terrell. He's my dad's friend, and and Gavin that I race with. And that's mostly it. I know sometimes when you work with a parent, especially dad, it could be mom too, but dad's usually wrenching. Do you guys ever get into a little bit of like, you don't see eye to eye? No. No, you pretty much, you're, you're, you're both learning. Okay, well, that's a good answer. So we'll just leave it at that. In a few more years, you might, you, if we interview you another time, you may be giving me a different story on that. But Zach, we're going to wrap some things up here. And any form of motor racing, you have to have sponsors. Yeah. And it's so important to acknowledge those sponsors. So at this time, let's tell, tell me and the listeners who these sponsors are. Mr. Baker from Night and Day, Steel Coding from Connorsville, Pennsylvania. Also, Mr. Douglas Smith, Smith Schaffer. From Schaffer. Is that Mr. Oil. Smith from Schaffer Racing Oil? Super guy, super guy. And I, I know both uh, Doug and Tawan. So it's been great having you. You know, talk to me this afternoon. Yeah. And what I'd like to do is we're going to let you know when the interview comes up and keep myself and then I'll talk to Tawan and and keep myself and Don Gamble from Rapping on Racing updated on what, what you're doing because you're not you know, a little bit of local guy. You're, you're traveling a little bit. So, again, thank you for the time with the interview and uh, we're hoping for a great season in 2021 for you. Thank you. Good. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modified, 
Dreads, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities. Fans want to remind you, if you miss any of Monday's program, you can go to RappinOnRacing.com. We want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Rappin on Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, and Toma Meat Market. We want to welcome three new marketing partners, Environmental Air Incorporated, Night and Day Seal Coating, plus Zarin Truck and Automotive. And I want to thank you, my co-host, plus all our reporters, Howie Bayless, Lenny Batiki, Tyler Harris, Bill Quartz, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Again, special thanks to our senior engineers and our technical advisors, Bill Quartz, Ted Lusick, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. We hope you enjoyed tonight's program, and be sure to join us next Monday for more Rapping on Racing. Dave, I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same as well, Don. Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rappin' on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all, stand.